great disturbance in the force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. I fear something terrible has happened. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 36, Disney Kills LucasArts. Wait, 36? 236. Sorry about that. Having flashbacks. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am uh, Brun BJ233, and I'm here with two of the wonderful hosts of this Xbox Life, my number one, my favorite podcast of all time. Uh, Mark Wingman709. Hello, everybody. And Rob, Mr. Presar. What up, fellas? What about the ladies? And ladies. Hey, we have more than one female listener now. It has been That's confirmed. That, that is <laughs> we, true. We have several. Couple two tree? Yeah. Hey, there's one for each of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taken. But, uh, we all are, but. <laughs> with each other. It was like supposed to be a nerdy joke. Yeah. <laughs> so Disney kills LucasArts. We'll hear about that a little bit later. But this Xbox Life, this podcast, its home website is thisxboxlife.com. And you can also go to Facebook slash this Xbox Life if you want to get the Facebook group. Found on iTunes, found on Zoom. Twitter is this Xbox Life. And uh, I am BJSwick33 on Twitter as well. Nice self plug. Yes. Shameless plug. <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> you, you snuck that in without paying royalties. Yeah. Cha-ching. You want to point Amazon. them to your blog too while you're at it, <laughs> yeah. Major? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, don't. <laughs> I, I stopped listening to those people. So, and I'm, so, I'm actually getting ready to stop listening to Weekend Confirmed, which is one of my favorites because they have a very, very, like, I don't, like, you mentioned we have more than one female listener. They put a female on their podcast, and I think they just put her on there to put her on there. She had, she is annoying. She ruins everything and and like at first she was she was great she had some really cool stuff to talk about but now it's just like she doesn't know what to talk about and it's driving me crazy but yeah i can't listen to major nelson anymore so i don't even think they talk about xbox games anymore or anything on their xbox yeah i haven't haven't listened to him in a long time but i don't listen i haven't listened to anything in a long time i just man i just don't have the time anymore you know it's just you know, now that I, when I used to travel, man, you know, I used to do what Rob does, you know, commuting four hours a day. I had plenty of time to listen to podcasts, but now my commute's about 15 seconds. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't get a lot in. You know, it takes a long time, especially if I'm listening to the Achievement Hounds. It takes me about eight months to listen to one episode. <laughs> yeah. I, it 15 I have, seconds a, a pop. <laughs> yeah. I listen to satellite radio. So I listen to Opie and Anthony on there and, uh, then I listen to, you know, this Xbox Life. I listen to Podcast Beyond. I listen to IGN. I listen to uh, Weekend Confirmed. Uh, NPR's Radio Lab is pretty cool. But uh, after that, I, I've cut a bunch of cut a bunch of them out because I just same thing that you are. I I just don't have time. And so with satellite radio, there's always something new on there. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, welcome back, Bron. We're glad to have you. Yeah, thanks. So. Fun times. <laughs> so what's up? What's next? Oh, you know what? I got to, first of all, again, all sign-up pages for testing the Xbox are fake. You've been warned again. Um, I got to 
I got a little something to spill here. And I think I've caught Braun with his virtual pants down. He got busted today. And, um, you know, I, and, but I just said, you know, there's really no need to deny it. I mean, you got caught. It's as simple as that. But, um, I think Braun is a closet Call of Duty fan. (laughs) And I don't, I don't know if he, you know, forgot to turn off his little notifications of what he was doing on his Xbox, but I clearly saw that he was watching the Call of Duty Championships live today. He was watching the Call of Duty Championships on his Xbox. I was, actually. And and I'm like, I sent him a message. I was like, what? Mr. Battlefield's watching the Call of Duty Championships? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Beginning to wonder about you. Yeah, I, uh, I, I saw that they were gonna have them on, like, all weekend or something like that. So, I was, uh, rearranging my room and kinda setting up a new gaming setup so I don't have to stand and game anymore. Cause there have been a couple times over the last couple weeks where I've been standing for like six and a half hours. <laughs> Ow! Yeah, so, uh, I rearranged it so maybe I could sit down a little bit when I play. But, uh, I did that, and when I was rearranging, when I wasn't moving my Xbox and stuff, I uh, was watching the Call of Duty Championships. So, very interesting. I wanted to see, you know, I don't play it very often. I don't, I, you know, I see videos here and there, so I kind of want to see, like, what are, what are the best of the best, you know, who they, who are they and stuff. And this isn't, like, single, you know, these were teams of four, which, you know, brings in the team play about it. And that's what I really like about you know, first-person shooters. That's why I like, you know, Battlefield so much is because it's, you know, a team team type of game. If you have 12 lone wolves, you're just not going to win. And and in this case here, if you have four lone wolves, then you're not <laughs> going to win in Call of Duty either. So it, it was neat to watch it. It's uh, not the run-and-gun type of stuff that that I'm used to seeing or used to when I did play what I used to play. Um, this There's a strategy to these, and that's – I kind of – I kind of like that, but uh, I was still very lost. You know, I haven't been in Call of Duty for so long. Some of the stuff that they were doing, I was just like, what was that? Wait, what What was that? And then I was like, why in the world did you do that? And so it was just like all the perks and this and that. And I was kind of wondering, like, why people kept switching guns and then cocking them back and then switching back to it. And I was like, did they just do that because it's habit? Or, you know, it was just really weird. But, you know, I watched it and I can't even remember the team that actually won it. I guess they've won like three tournaments in a row or something like that, but they're obviously really good at the game. But, yeah, you, you caught me. You busted me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Go go Black Ops, you know. There you number go. One, number one game. <laughs> best game ever. Yes, best game ever. Yes. So. Alright, well, I think that actually was I know you were going to talk about that later but uh we'll, we'll skip it since I think you pretty much covered the that thing but I thought it was cuz I actually I was playing defiance and the servers went down for maintenance so I was like okay well let me go get the script ready for the show and I I saw that there and I was like well I might as well just put it on see what it's like while I'm doing the thing and um I kind of felt like you it was like I really couldn't tell what was going on uh, they they kept bouncing around just like you think something good happened. They're like, well, let's bounce over to this other guy, and yeah. you know, and the people doing the announcing were annoying. Uh, couldn't stand them. 
they had the one I, I was telling you earlier, you know, there's a guy, he, they're watching him and he, he's got a sniper rifle out down the way and, you know, somebody runs across the screen, so he just takes a shot. And they're all like, oh, he almost got a headshot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just like, this is crazy. And I'm like, dude, how would you even know? The shot wouldn't have got there until he was gone. I mean, it was just, they were so over the top ridiculous with it that yeah. it was really like, okay, let me just mute this. Can I, do I have to listen to these clowns? So, and, uh, I thought it was funny at the end when they're, when they're giving these guys their award. Um, oh, what's his name? For the guy from Treyarch. Um, see, I, I shut it off. As soon as I saw who won, I actually turned. It's like the Farika Farico Impact or something like that versus Envious and that. Farik, yeah, Farico. Farico won. won. Yeah, they they won it. So, but it was like Mark Lapia or I can't remember his name. Um, I'll have to look it up real quick. But the dude from Treyarch, the 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 main dude, he comes out and uh, he he gives him the check, right? Uh, Mark Lamia. Um, so he hands these guys a check and then goes, hey, let's get a picture together. And just as he says it, some moron in control of all the confetti and the smoke turns everything on. And they all disappear in this cloud of smoke. And I'm like, how are you supposed to get a picture through that? That's funny. <laughs> I was like, this is horrible. This is so stupid. Um, you know, but that's... It was sponsored by Xbox, so that's that was probably somebody in Xbox, you know, doing something because they seem to screw up everything as it is. <laughs> but I mean, the what I did like, what I thought was cool was that you could. I mean, it looked like they were using the in-game tools to do the um, what do they call that? The, the common it was co- like the commentary stuff. It's just commentary. Or there's whatever, well, it's it? not a it's it's a streaming. They call it. Was it Codcasting or something? Call it oh, yeah. Casting, yeah. That, the tool that's yeah. built in. And, um, you know, they were, they were using that, and I thought that was actually pretty cool. Um, it looked really neat. But it, it, it's just like they're trying to build this up like some big, huge thing, and it's like, ah, oh, okay. It's a bunch yeah. of nerds playing video games. I mean, they're getting paid 400000 That's cool, but, you know. <laughs> it, you know, that you mentioned, I, I forgot that, you know, they even put that into that those tools into the game, so that that's kind of neat. You know, like I've always, yeah, I remember wanting to check that out, but I never did actually bother. So. Yeah, no, they've got that in, so like you can, like I can go in and get in a match and actually stream and comment, just like what you saw there today. I can stream that over the internet. So I mean, that was kind of neat. You can bounce back and forth between the people, and you know, but it's just uh, the the. the like they're trying to it was the commentary mainly that was just kind of threw me off like dude you guys are trying to build something out of nothing <laughs> yeah. speaking of capturing and streaming media and stuff i've been i'm actually getting ready to pull the trigger on getting a game capture device and i know i know i think wing i think you used the roxio um before the HD version came out. Yeah. Don't you have a Roxio? So I'm looking between the Game Capture HD version, which is the latest version, and possibly this Avermedia uh, Live Gamer Portable, which is going to get released like in a couple weeks or something like that. Uh, if, if anybody has any 
things, you know, put it on the, the Facebook page if you guys use a certain product or whatever, if you like it or like the software, because I, I want to try to to do this. And the one thing I like about this Avermedia one is you can actually capture to a uh, SD card. It doesn't have to be hooked up to a PC. And this one does consoles and PC play, where I think the Roxio Game Capture HD is just like console related. So if anybody has any input on that stuff, you know, put it out there. I'll post a question out there. If people want to respond to it, I'd appreciate it. Well, so. I can tell you the, H, the Roxio is really – I really liked it. I haven't used it in a long time. Um, just – I don't know. I just don't have time. But yeah. um, the HD one actually does allow you to live stream directly to Twitch. Yeah, yeah. So, so and this this one does here too. It, it's It's like – the price, they're trying to do some special price to get it down to where it's going to be down with the Capture HD. So I'm trying to look at like what the specs are and this and that. Because um, obviously I, I don't think the laptop that I'll be capturing to has an HDMI in. So if, if you have it runs, to hook, It runs to... USB, right? USB, yeah. That's what I was thinking, but this one here almost looks like you might have to run it through HDMI. So I don't know well, if it, it wants to run HDMI to capture. It runs HDMI to the capture box, and then it should be USB out of there to your uh, PC that's PC. capturing it. That's what it does. Right. So, yeah. So you run is, HDMI out to your TV. Yeah. And this one here is like if you have to use HDMI to capture, that means I'd have to have HDMI out on my PC to capture, use this device to capture my PC play. So, and if that's the case, then obviously I don't want to drop more money on this if I'm just going to be able to use it for a console when the other one is for consoles only and, you know, save me some money. So, but. I'm, I'm, I find it interesting that theirs is the exact same name, Game Capture HD. Who's that? Uh, no, 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 no. Roxio's. This one's. Uh, El, the Elgato. Live. Well, no, this is Avermedia, A-V-E-R-M-E-D-I-A. Oh, I see something called Elgato Game Capture yeah, that, HD. Yeah, that actually, yeah, that actually uh, works on Mac, that one. But they want like 250 for that one. Well, they got the exact same name, Game Capture. Yeah. And they even got GameCapture.com, so it's kind of weird. Roxy will probably go after them for a infringement. Uh, it's been out for, I think it's been out for over a year. But they've never dropped on price. So this one here is the newest one I've seen that's actually... Avermedia, huh? Yeah, yeah. I say Aver, sorry. Avermedia. I don't know. Yeah, Level Cap, which is a big Battlefield player, he uh, he did like a um, demo of it and had it on, you know, what he used to capture with it and stuff like that. And it looked really good. And he was talking about the software, how it's real easy to use. And so... Well, it's nice that you don't have to have it hooked up to a PC. Yeah, you can stream right to a to a card, which is kind of cool. So that might be might be a good option. Okay. <laughs> so this makes sure you got a big enough card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that stuff fills up quick. I did that with the um, I originally did a long time ago. I when I was first doing it, I got a um, I think it was another Roxio product or no Dazzler. Yeah, I think it was still yeah. Roxio. Yeah. It was called the Dazzler or something like that, and you recorded to a USB drive, and man, that thing filled up. Your captured video would just very quickly. 
um, fill up. So the files are huge until you strip them all out and get them down to what you want. So, but anywho, moving on. <laughs> Did we lose Rob? Is he still here? Is he just bored with us? All right. <laughs> what you guys been playing? Let's move on. What have you been playing, Rob? <laughs> yeah, I've been Rob. playing a lot of uh, Cisco Communication Manager 5, 6, 7, and 9. <laughs> awesome. That's actually what I'm playing right now, unfortunately. So Cisco Call Manager 5, that's like your retro gaming, right? Oh, that's <laughs> very undesirable retro gaming. <laughs> Dude, that's like, that's like playing, I don't know, let's see... Um, it's like playing that E.T. game on the Atari 2600. Wow. Doesn't ring a bell? The one that's in the desert. <laughs> I never played the game. They, they buried all the copies in the desert before I could, yeah. <laughs> before <laughs> yeah. I could get my copy. <laughs> yeah. So, how about you, Bron? Well, I have been playing possibly the worst game that I've ever played in my life. Battlefield 3. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, been playing BF3. It's not the worst game in the world, but uh, been playing BF3, and I've been playing SimCity 5. And that is about it. You're not even going to admit you play Call of Duty, huh? So Battlefield I, 3, is I've... that like your code word for Call of Duty? or No. You just don't want, actually... you don't want anybody to know, so you just say Battlefield? Yes, that's it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 my code word. No, I, I that's really all I've been playing. I have I haven't had much time for gaming recently, and when I have, it's been like you know, twenty minutes here, thirty minutes here, and and mainly it's been you know Battlefield because I know I can pop on for twenty thirty minutes and then pop off. So um, I have a ton of games that I want to get to. I just have not had the chance. So very busy. But all right, that's about you. Oh, I played a man. I tell you what, there's been I was been like in a gaming drought recently, and wow, it's been kicked into full gear. <laughs> Starting off last week with Bioshock Infinite, uh, oh, amazing game. And then I was able to finally put it down, even though I want to go back and play it again and do some more. But I put it down because I'm like, well, I got Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel sitting here. Let me get started on this. Really was just kind of, I only got it because I played the first two. Not a real huge Army of Two fan. Wow. Love this one. To me, this is the best Army of Two game they've put out. Um, I, I played through like the entire game in a single day. Um, it's, it's, it's not to say that it's short. It's just to say that I spent way too much time in it. Um, and then I immediately just went right back in playing it on the hard mode. <laughs> and that's what I've been playing. And I was hooked. I mean, I just couldn't put it down. And then there's these people in this group called the TXL community. And had several people keep telling me about this game that they were playing. And they said, Wing, you'll love it. It's like Borderlands and Crackdown combined. And I'm like, those are like two of my favorite franchises, even though Crackdown 2 kind of was crappy. But I, those are like some of my favorite games. And I'm like, you take those two and you combine them? Hmm. 
So the game was on my Gamefly, but I had Bioshock and Army of Two here, so I never got the game sent to me. So I kept hearing other people talk about how great it is and how much they really thought that I would like it. So I took a gamble and went and bought it. I was nervous because not only had I never played this game, wasn't really had intent to, to play it. I wanted to try it. That's why I had it on my Gamefly. I wanted to try it out because it is an MMO. And this was my first real jump into an MMO in, in where everything takes place on the server side. So I've never really done anything like that. And so I was a little hesitant. Well, needless to say, Army of Two and Bioshock are now collecting dust. And I, I Defiance has not come out of my dish tray <laughs> since it went <laughs> in. <laughs> I am so hooked on this game. Defiance is like, I feel like I did when I first put in the original Borderlands. And where I was like... <laughs> for a couple of days at work. Uh, <laughs> sick. <laughs> I've never done that in my life until Borderlands. And, then, and and I just, oh my gosh, this game is so much fun. It, it really, it, it's like, it, it is a, it's like Borderlands in the fact you're running around, in, it, it's Earth, but it's all been terraformed, so nothing looks like I'm in the Bay Area, but it doesn't look like that at all. I mean, it's just, it's very different. So, and you got all these alien monsters all over the place that you're battling. You're picking up all kinds of loot and money. So you've got all that inventory management that you had in, in Borderlands. You got all the loot. You got all the weapons. There's different, even though they're even following what looks to be like the same color scheme of the greens, the blues, the purples. Um, so you'll pick up weapons that are like purplish and stuff and they have, you know, they're better and whatnot. So there's all of that. It's a third-person shooter, so it's different in Borderlands in that aspect. But it's but it, but so that's where the crackdown comes in. And and when I'm like in combat, to me it feels very much like Crackdown when you're in combat. So that's where I, I think that you take those two games and you kind of merge them together. That's about the best way I can say that Defiance is is kind of a merging of those two games types. And uh, it, it's fantastic. I love it. Uh, there's a bunch of people playing it. We've got a clan going. Um, and it, it's you can go in and do co-op missions, which are fantastic. So far, they're the best part. I mean, just doing the story missions are great. But, like, the co-op missions, oh, my goodness, they have just been, like, so much fun. You know, to me, it's almost like there's the Gras 2 uh, because they took, you know, let's get your friends together and create this awesome mission where four of you go in and you're taking on AIs to complete something. And and it just, it looks fantastic. And, and even that part of the game, and I had someone else tell me yesterday, they felt that the game kind of reminded them of Rage. And I said, you know what, it's funny you say that because I actually thought the same thing the other day. And, and it had, and I'm not really sure. I can't put my finger on why I felt something like I had a similarity with Rage, but I think it was in one of the co-op maps, and just kind of the way you're, you're running down, and the AI is really good, and you know, um, it's just it's fantastic. The game looks great. 
it does look great. It's not, you know, it's nothing fantastic, um, but I think it looks really good. It's, it's, you know, uh, it's just a fun game, man. I can't put it down. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get back to the other two, and I don't know if I'm going to play anything coming out for a while. <laughs> nice. So I'm actually going to start watching the TV show. Um, that comes out, I think, in another week or so. And um, what's interesting is there's an episode mission. So I can kind of let me fill you in a little bit. Now, we've talked about this game in the past, about the crossover between the TV show and the game and how it's going to work. And, again, it's all scripted. It's all pre-done. But what I think is kind of cool is I talked last week where I watched the television trailer. It was like a seven-minute trailer. Um, and I was kind of like, eh, you know, it seemed kind of hokey. But then again, it's like it's the first episode. These people, it takes time to get into their characters and and, and really, you know, feel it and, and start to make that world a little believable. But they they in that TV trailer, they, they walk up. The guy, I think his name's Nolan, he walks up and he puts this this crystal shard, if you will, in into this arc fall or whatever. They're you know, and they get some something from it. I don't even remember. I have to go back and watch it again. But that's where the pilot starts for the show. Well, this mission, this episode mission you do in the game, you're with those two characters, those two main characters from the TV show, and you you help them get that crystal shard. So it's kind of like you're playing it, you're doing one of their missions right before where the TV show is going to take off. So I thought that was kind of cool. Because now when I see the TV show, it's like, yep, I know how you got that. You know? And I'm not going to say much other, you know, because I don't want to give much away. That already actually gives something away, but you'll you'll understand it by the time you, you finish the mission. You'll be like, oh, that's what he was talking about. Um, but it was actually kind of cool, and I'm kind of like, that's kind of neat. So if they do stuff throughout the TV show where you can do missions in the game with characters from the show, and then somehow that gets referred back into the TV show, I think that's kind of cool. You know, but again, it's all scripted out. It's not going to be anything like, oh, well, all these players did this, so we're going to have to alter the way the TV show is. That's not what it's going to be. So, but it was, it's, the game is fantastic. And before you guys start saying, well, the servers are crashing, or we're hearing all this, or we're hearing all that, it's an MMO. And even me coming in for the very first time, I'm smart enough to realize that this is, okay, maybe not the first time it's been done on Xbox, but what is it, the second time? Is, isn't the only other MMO that is out there is a Final Fantasy game? Was it Final, like uh, Final Fantasy VII or something? Isn't that an MMO as well? And I well, think there's there's 11 and uh, eleven and 14 are like the MMO versions of it. But, but that play on Xbox. Oh, I have no idea. I think there's only one MMO, official MMO, if you will. Um, maybe you could say Happy Wars. I guess that's that Xbox Live title or that game they gave out. I guess that's that's an MMO too. But to me, that's a much smaller scale. This is a grand on a, on a grand scale like we would expect. So if it's only the second one that's been done done on the Xbox. And it's a brand new launch title, and it's all server based. I kind of expect there are going to be issues, and there have been. There's been lots of issues. Um, 
you know, people not able to play, people not able to log in, you know. Um, but th- I got to say, in in the defense of the developers, they've turned it around really fast. And now every time I get on, I'm logging in, I'm able to play, I'm not having any problems online at all. Um, like now today I was playing, it was buttery smooth, and they took everybody down for 30 minutes to do more maintenance because they're still applying server-side patches and fixes and because they're trying to just get it cleared up for everybody across the board. But it's 30 minutes, I come back later, and bam, I'm back in, you know, good to go. So um, I, I'm not going to complain about them taking them down. They've been going down every day for server maintenance, but, hey, they need to. they got to get everything ironed out. So, And they, they're communicating, they post up there, and they put you a little thing in your corner, hey, servers are going down in 20 minutes, like they did that today. 20 minutes, servers are going down. So I told the group, because we were about to start a co-op map, and I said, well, let's, let's, we're not going to do the co-op mission, because it'll take at least an hour to do these co-op missions. Uh, they're pretty long. And um, so, you know, but no, the game is, oh my goodness, it's fantastic. If, if, if you like those two games, <laughs> I say by all means, run out and get this game. It's uh, it's fantastic. So, uh, And then now I'll move on from Defiance, because I've been yammering for 20 minutes on that. Um uh, <laughs> I also played a demo for Injustice, Gods Among Us. It's a new game from the makers of Mortal Kombat, I guess, um, coming out here not this week, but next week. So you get to play as like some of DC Comics characters, and you can be like Batman, Wonder Woman, whatnot, fight each other, stuff like that. So that demo is available on Xbox Live now. It was pretty good. It looked really good. So, but it's to me, it was like okay, another fighting game. So I, you know, it's just not my style or my genre that I choose, but. It, the game did look really good, but so if you're interested, check out the demo. And that's pretty much it. Defiance, baby, that's all there is. <laughs> so. All right. So they convince either of you to go get Defiance. Hey, I'm I've, yeah, I'm interested in trying it out. I've I've heard people talking about it, a lot of people playing it, so it's just like you know. I don't know. I, there's there's defiance, but then it's just like I really want to go play Bioshock Infinite, which I know is weird because I never really played the first two. I played the first one, but not the second one. So Infinite, a lot of people's like, oh, you know, game of the year, got to play this. You know, really, really good. And I just, I don't know. I still have trouble uh, going out and getting games right now because I'm just so busy and have yeah. a thousand things to play. So yeah, it's tough, man. Um... I, I could recommend all three of those titles I played this week, Bioshock, uh, Army of Two, and um, De- Defiance. Just absolutely, they're really good. They were a lot of fun. Um, just something that seems to have been missing, and I think we're going to have a nice drought again. But I, I tell you what, man, Defiance, that's the game that, that's one of those that's going to carry you for a long time. There's a lot to do. There's, and they're going to release you know, more stuff. They're going to have a DLC season pass type of thing is available. They're going to release more stuff. Um, there's a tremendous amount of stuff you can do in that game. They got these things called pursuits, which is kind of like, um, challenges, I guess. Yeah. Challenges in borderlands, you know, kill so many of this or discover all these areas in this section, do this, do that. There's, I mean, there's just a ridiculous amount of things. They call them pursuits. So there's tons of that type of stuff you can do. There's just co-op maps. There's side missions. There's story missions, episode missions. There's things called rampages and time trials and 
there's another one that's like a hot shot or hot hot spot or something like that. Um, I have not done those yet. There's also um, competitive multiplayer, which I've not even looked at that yet either. Um, I've heard people are saying they really enjoy it. So um, there, there's just so much to this game. And what's beautiful about it is there's it's an MMO, but you don't have to pay a monthly fee. And so this is one of those you can buy the game and, you know, play it for just, this is going to be many, many, many hours of gameplay for your money. So, and the servers, at this point, the servers have ran great this weekend. I played a lot this weekend. The only time I had an issue is when they took them down for, for maintenance, and they were down, the longest time it was ever down was um, a half hour. I think Friday it was an hour, maybe that was Thursday. And then every time since, it's only been 30 minutes. And um, I'll come back 30 minutes later, and bam, they're up. So they, they've really done a, a great job of that, and the gameplay has been running really smooth um, all weekend. So I think they've got the major stuff taken care of, hopefully, knock on wood. But, um, you know, and they got a lot of stuff that they're going to be doing, and they're supposedly probably going to have give some give everybody some stuff for for, you know, hanging in there with them because they were talking about that on one of their blogs about, you know, what they can do for the community as an apology because, but, uh, so anyways, awesome game. Check it out. And I will move on now. (laughs) And, uh, it's a sad day, guys. Sad, sad day. Uh, Disney, everybody's favorite mouse. Uh, man, Mickey killed Luke, man. Yeah. Mickey killed Luke. Uh, Disney has killed off Lucas Arts officially. Mm. So what do it's you guys up? <laughs> I, I, they, I know Disney. They acquired Lucasfilm and Lucas Arts last this last year for point. I mean, four point zero five billion dollars, and they turn around and shut down the Lucas Arts division. So you know, yeah, that I they think they didn't. They didn't buy them for the Lucas Arts division then. No. Nope. And they're, I mean, they didn't even go through, like, the whole sell-off process. I mean, they're just like, bye-bye. Yeah, they just maybe they just maybe we'll sell something off or not, whatever. Well, no, because well, they, they're, they're not going to sell anything off because LucasArts, yeah. well, they could have sold off some of those franchises. But, because LucasArts did make stuff outside of Star Wars. Yeah, but Grim, Grim Fandango. Yep, I guess no Grim Fandango, Bron. Yeah, well, it depends, you know, maybe... Maybe a double find, and those guys will go back after it and try to get it from these guys or something like that. Yeah. So they can remake it. But that also means that there's no Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Well, they're they're finishing that stuff though. I thought I thought they they're closing these down. These they're closing these down, and they're going to like a licensing model. So it's like they'll license out the franchises to be built by other development studios. Uh, last doing the last I read, it was officially thirteen thirteen was done. Oh man. Um. I'll, okay, I guess we'll have to. I'll have to go back and double check on that. I'll, you know, I, I can look for my source um, while we continue on. But yeah, and you know, because Star Wars thirteen thirteen was the retail title they were working on, and Star Wars First Assault was that Xbox Live title, which we just talked about a week or two ago that there was artwork. Showing on Xbox.com or someplace. Um, so, I mean, in Star Wars 1313, I mean, that looks so amazing a year ago yeah. at EA or E3 that 
you know, I, I'm, I was expecting it to be out this year. If you're that close to release and on such a, a title that had so much buzz, I don't understand why Disney would can it. And they, they've said rumors have been circulating for months about the action adventure halted development. Like after the, the last announced LucasArts project was 1313, but rumors have circulated for months about the action adventures halted development. So maybe they did shut it down. Yeah, I'll, I'll peruse and see if I can find the one specific to the 1313 game. Cause I, I did see something somewhere. It's just where it was and when it was. <laughs> so be the question. So, yep. but it, it sucks. I mean, there's some, some good games come out of LucasArts. Yeah, we will not get to see anymore. Sad. What do you want to know? What's do you want to know? What's not sad? Unless Rob has something sad to add. No, let's not dwell (laughs) on it. Let's let's move on to happier things. Happier things. (laughs) Everybody's favorite franchise and everybody's favorite game for 2012 to November 2013. Is Call of Duty Black Ops 2, of course. Yeah. Uh, why not? <laughs> um, so the next DLC pack, uh, called Uprising, uh, lands April 16th on the Xbox 360, and it has five new maps and one new zombie adventure. Um, so I say April 16th for Xbox 360. Expect, you know, the PS3 and the PS3 players to uh, have to wait another month. <laughs> Did I skip a story? Yes, really <laughs> you did. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Oh, I'm Rob, sorry. You know, I mean, you know, welcome Roll back. And he slaps you in the face, Rob. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I thought he was doing some kind of segue, and I'm like, okay, okay, I'll roll with it. What, what, what just happened here? <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, everybody, if you didn't realize, I just stepped all over Rob and jumped his story. I feel like a bad, you know, special guest, <laughs> guest host. <laughs> So, uh, but, you know, I figured we haven't talked about Black Ops, you know, two for a good 30 minutes. People were probably starting to get the itch because I know I am because I've been watching it all day. (laughs) So, but all right. All right. Back, back. Sorry. Let me finish mine. Then I'll, I'll go back to Rob. Is that (laughs) all right? Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Um, so like I said, PS3 or peace. Yeah. PS3 and PC players, you have to wait another month. Uh, so maybe, June 16th, I guess, or May 16th, um, you'll get it. But uh, new maps include Magma, Encore, Vertigo, and Studio. Uh, you can see them all if you go out to, uh, I would say, anything that has like the uh, Uprising video. You'll see them all teased there. But a um, couple, couple notes here. Is it's adding to fan service. They've reimagined a classic map called Firing, Ra- uh, Firing Range. I don't know what classic map that's from, which original Call of Duty that's from. I can't... It doesn't ring a bell to me. Um, but the new zombie adventure is called Mob of the Dead. And uh, it's where players are trapped in zombie-infested Alcatraz. So as, you know, four types, types of monsters, so on and so forth. But uh, April 16th, new DLC. Looks exciting. I cannot wait to not, not, not play it. <laughs> so... Figure that one out. But, uh, 
had to throw in some double, triple negatives there. But uh, Rob, you know, I was hoping you had something to talk about after the Disney closures of LucasArts. Yeah. But then I figured maybe you didn't, so I talked about my stuff. But I wanted to see, did you have anything to talk about? Yes, I did, Mr. Brun. I absolutely did. And it's a hell of a story. Bada boom. (laughs) All right, Doom 4 has been in development forever. Uh, What, it's been out, uh, it was announced, I think, what, five years ago, six years ago, approximately-ish. Anyway, it's had a rocky road, and we're not talking ice cream here. It's had a very rocky road with two scares of the whole project being canceled, but it is still uh, in the works. Rage 2, unfortunately, also made by id Software, uh, that one did get the axe. Uh, if you guys remember, Rage was that game that came out about uh, I don't know, about a year ago. Actually, a little bit more than a year ago, just before Christmas, Rage! I think. Yeah, and, you know, that was a game that was okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know what no, the... it wasn't. I had to no, force myself to finish it. I'll teach his own. (laughs) (laughs) That's like Halo 4 for me. Sorry, guys. Anyway, so uh, basically the word is that the game is still in development, although it's had a lot of setbacks. After the whole Rage thing, they supposedly scrapped uh, everything that they had, and it kind of started over from scratch in in some respects. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I guess... uh, the parent companies have pretty much given some ultimatums to id software to kind of get this thing done done and out which means it'll probably be a fantastically rushed product <laughs> with who knows how many glitches and all but i don't know maybe i'm just being pessimistic anyway uh so we'll uh, we'll have to see what happens with this but you know thankfully it's it's still in the works, and the original Doom was one that I had so much fun with, and then the you know subsequent ones I don't know probably not so much, but uh, we'll see what winds up with this thing. That's Doom Four. It's doomed. You know <laughs> that might be a good way to put it. <laughs> so anyway, so Mark, uh, what you got? I got a little bit of story here coming from everybody's favorite uh, store, GameStop. And they're talking about, they're talking up the next Xbox, which I find interesting because, you know, how often does a retailer talk about, you know, uh, the next console? Now, I never heard GameStop say anything about really... Coming out talking about the Wii U, I didn't hear him talk come out and say anything about the PlayStation 4. But CEO Paul or J. Paul Rains from GameStop is excited for the next gen. Um, and this is why I wanted to just say this. Um, I'm going to read his actual quote or what he said. But um, the leading video game retailer GameStop saw its sales drop 7% last year. And their chief executive, J. Paul Rains, sees much of that decline attributed to the console cycle itself. With fewer games to sell... I don't understand that. With fewer games to sell... I, aren't these things selling out like hotcakes? I, I still don't understand that. I, I think it's the economy where people are scaled back. Not because there's fewer games. It seems like there's more games. Man, I've been buying more games the last yeah. two, three years than I ever have in my whole life. But, um, but anyways, whatever. 
With um, the impact is being felt on the used game side as well. But Reigns told Game Industry International last week, following the GameStop earnings call, that he's very excited for next gen, and he's especially eager for Microsoft to take the wraps off its next gen Xbox. Quote, we've been spending a lot of time with Microsoft, but we have to let them take the lead on this. But it will be a very hot, compelling device. They are doing some really cool stuff, and I'm eager to hear them start their announcements because I think the world is going to stand up and take notice, Reigns commented. Hmm. So now we know what the PlayStation 4 has, and we're, we'll know what the Xbox, the next Xbox has by... What are we in about six weeks, six seven weeks from now? Um, I can't I can't see them re- announcing anything later than E3. Um, and I also saw that we actually are probably going to hear some stuff in April. Yeah, that I think that's actually changed. I I, th- I heard it was supposed to be at the end of this month, and then somebody said, and then I saw a video where it may be pushed back. To E3, which is in what? Beginning June. of June. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, We're like six weeks away from E3. Six, seven weeks. Well, two. Yeah. Uh, it's April seventh today. So okay, two months. Because yeah. I think it's uh, yeah, we're two months away. Eight weeks. Yeah, because people are like, oh, it's supposed to be in April, and then they're like, ah, maybe push back a couple weeks, like into May. But then it's like some people might wait until June, and the whole time I'm hearing this, I'm just like, they have. No idea what they're doing. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I hear I hear that no, and I just think no. bad news. Run if if, uh, if they've always announced at E3 if that was the intent and then Sony comes out and does something which mind you half the stuff they talked about is stuff they want to do will not be there when it releases. Second, they never showed the console. Right. We still have no idea what it looks like. Right. You know, so all they gave was hardware specs, gave some online information, kind of a glimpse into what the dashboards will look like, if you will. But, you know, and and saw some trailers for the video games. But, you know, we still don't know what it looks like. We saw, and we did see that, yes, you now get a Kinect with with your PlayStation 4. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Yeah. Move has gone to this Kinect bar-like thing that... uh, you know, we that we all have had for quite a while. That's Dune technology. It's like um, I've had mine for several years, but you can get one now in a PlayStation Four. But yeah. just because they had a, a they kind of jumped the gun and got this out there, I, I don't think that anything's wrong with Microsoft. They're I don't think it's that they don't know what they're doing or they've got to change anything because they can't change the console at this point. Yeah. There's oh, I'm not. I'm not do. worried about them. They already know. I mean. They already know exactly what they're going to do and what they're going to offer. I don't think they saw Sony stuff and said, "Oh, let's go back to the drawing board," or "Oh, we better do this," or "Oh, because well, it take that. another five years to get a console out." Yeah, yeah. I, I really, honestly, I don't believe they did. They are doing that. I just don't. You know, I don't know why they let you know another company take all the you know all the news and stuff for like two, three straight months. And then here you are, you're getting hit with bad new, you know, bad press because of this or that that you know, I think we're talking about a little bit later. But you know, it's just I don't know, it's surprising to me. I, I'm, ex- you know, I really want to see what they're going to offer. 
it's just one of those things where it's like no news. They always say no news is good news, but every time I see no news when it comes to gaming and and companies like this, it's like no news means oh boy, get ready. You know, it's like no. I I think Microsoft has always said we don't comment until they're ready to to say something. So I I don't see it as a bad thing. They're going to have their big show at E3 or whenever they decide to do it. Why why do it why pay all the money to do it now when you're going to turn around and do it at E3? Also, think about it. Going into E3, which is the biggest show, right? What's everybody going to be talking about? Are they going to be talking about PlayStation 4? No. Cuz we already essentially know the only thing there is like, okay, what's it look like? I might get to see it. Right. But Microsoft, Xbox, the big unknown, bam, that's the big show. That's what everybody's going to want to know. And if you release it now and you give everything away, then what do we have at E3? Yeah. How, how long you know what I'm it? saying? Yeah. If, we, if they show it and they give all the info now, then PlayStation has the thing because now it goes back to them of, ooh, okay, we've seen Xbox, we don't care about it, but what's the PlayStation look like? Right. You know, now Microsoft's they holding it. Everybody wants to know what they're going to do. They're going to have the spotlight. They're going to own that show because what's Sony going to come out in their press conference? They're going to basically repeat everything that they've already said because that that show was like two hours long. I had to stop watching it. it was so long. Right. Well, that's that's the one that is like how long? How long is the E3 conference? Microsoft's is usually ninety minutes. Okay. Okay. An hour and a half. Okay. I'm not. Yeah, too and I yet. think Sony's were about that. But this this thing they did a, couple, a month ago or whatever, that thing was like two hours long. Yeah, I watched it. It's like, what what's left for E3? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I was I was nervous. And ninety minutes is 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 a good amount of time. I was nervous they were going to try to cram everything in in an hour. Which you know, and and Microsoft. I'm hoping they don't waste the time with like, let's bring out the CEO of Netflix. Let's bring out the CEO of Hulu. Let's bring out the CEO of, you know, this other app. I hope they really don't waste time doing that because, you know, that's all stuff we have now. I don't think they're going to, but that's all stuff we have now. And I really don't care to talk about Hulu or Netflix or, you know, I guess talk about them if you're not going to put them in the next console, but I'm pretty sure that's not going to be the case. You know, I do want to see, I want to see games. I want to see gaming. That's what I want to see from Xbox. I want to see the new console, and I'll see how I'm going to be playing my games on it in the future. And that's one thing about, like, Battlefield 4. You you were talking about Battlefield 4 on the last podcast. Oh, one of my kind of theory that I had is Battlefield 4, they came out and said, oh, it's going to be for PC, 360, and PS3. And it's like, oh, they didn't announce it for PS4. Well, I think that DICE is going to be at Microsoft's press conference. I think they're going to show Battlefield 4 on the Xbox, the next Xbox. So they don't really, they didn't really, and what they're saying is, oh, you can't say it's coming out on the PS4 until you show it on our, you know, you're part of our conference, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm wondering if they don't, bring out the next-gen news for Battlefield 4 until the Xbox press conference. Then you'll see, oh, the next Xbox plus the PS4. But I think they're holding on to those guys because I think they're going to be one of their showboats is that game. And, of course, Call of Duty will probably be Call of Duty running under its new engine, hopefully, will be also you know, on the Xbox. 
Yeah, you know, I'm at, sure at those, the conference. I'm sure uh, the most. I think probably all the games we're going to see at E3 are all going to be on next gen. Yeah, we probably won't see any current gen games shown, but you never yeah. know. Yeah, but, and and I, I mean, I really th- can you imagine your press conference? You have both, you know, the new Call of Duty uh, running on its new engine, and you have like you know the, you know, this DLC that's coming out. Uh, uprising, you know, they Xbox gets it for a full month. Can you imagine them coming out saying, "Oh, you can only get this on the Xbox for a month, timed exclusive," and then they come out, you know, so there's Call of Duty, there's one of the big military shooters, and then they come out and say, "Oh yeah, we're going to show you Battlefield 4, which is the other, you know, that's the top two first-person shooters, you know, military shooters on any con, you know, in gaming right. today." And you have them both spotlighting on your console. That would be huge. Right. So, and definitely to get those two companies on the same stage and the same conference. I mean, that's that's massive. So, but I think that'd be cool. But I don't know. That thing, you know, them saying that he's really excited for it, you know, makes me, you know, it's I'm I'm interested. Well, here's Interest is peaked. <laughs> well, the, the main, I mean, I love the discussion we had. This was really cool. But the main reason I brought up the, the article was because if the CEO of GameStop is excited about the next Xbox, that tells me that we'll be able to run used games on the next console. Because mm-hmm. if you couldn't, if they took that out, then why would GameStop be excited about it? They absolutely wouldn't be. It would be coming out like the next hardware is going to kill off all the... They'd have nothing but negative comments. Because you can only buy the digital codes to download games <laughs> for Xbox from GameStop. That, that could be... That could be... The whole trick to this could be that they're all excited because, yeah, everything's going to be digital only, and you have to buy your codes only from GameStop. Yeah. So it, <laughs> but that's not going to happen. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> it's a good point, you know, to you know, look at it from another angle. Yeah. I, I do think... I look at this story as a positive, oh, good, we can probably still rent games. We don't have to cancel Gamefly. We don't have to cancel Redbox. We don't, you know... We, we can keep going and to GameStop to buy our used games. Uh, so, I, at least will, that's what I get. The last, yeah, this will this will be the last generation, probably for that. Yeah, but I to, think after that it'll be all digital, yeah. all online. So, and and I, I think that gives you know that gives another eight to ten years for a company like GameStop and other companies to get things in order and and new technology to come out and for them to work work things out to where they can survive in the future but yeah so cool all right how about it rob what do you think i think let's move on to the next story (laughs) oh is it mine no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) it can be for a low price of all right you, you guys you guys ready to move on yeah yeah all right let's do it let's do it okay uh, I'm going to prompt you guys to start rolling your eyes, okay? At, I'll, uh, I'll say the word goldfish, okay? okay? Just so you know. Okay. Get your eye rolling ready. <laughs> All right. So California, Senator Diane. 
I'm already rolling my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, goldfish, <California>. goldfish. <laughs> goldfish. <laughs> California Senator Diane Feinstein. Goldfish. Oh, has, she's has, my are, are favorite. Yeah, yeah. She's linked violent video games with... With... Violence? Massive. Yes! Shootings, yeah. Shootings. <laughs> Shootings, violence, everything evil in the world. And uh, she's basically saying that Congress, Congress has to step in and do something about it. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, come on. All right, Goldfish, Goldfish. for those of you that haven't... That happened, real guys. All right. (laughs) You look like Cookie Monster now. (laughs) Oh boy! So uh, she believes that uh, games have, and here's a quote from her: "a very negative role for young people, and the industry ought to take note of that. If Sandy Hook doesn't do it, if the knowledge of these video games uh, this young man played doesn't, then maybe they have to proceed. But that's in the future." So, here's another one. Well, I guess in a long line of people that aren't following, actually, or you know, they're not really game players or anything like that, and you know, they're just calling this stuff out. Of course, I'm sure you know that's how they get their uh, you know 15 minutes of fame uh, every so often. And uh, I don't know. It just it, it seems stupid to me. And here, let me roll my eyes. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> and I. I I, I, no, I'm. I just look at this, and as I'm a, I'm a father, of course, I have children, as 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 we all do, that are sitting here today, and a lot of our listeners. I am getting really tired of people in Congress or government or anything like that using murdered children as a bullet point. For trying to get something that makes a, a waste of time. This is a waste of time. It's a waste of time and it's a waste of money. People in California should be discreet. You, you got everybody in California should just pack up and move. And you guys wonder why your state's broke is because you got people like this wasting your freaking money and taxpayers' money on trying to ban guns and video games. When you know she loses the gun battle two weeks ago. And she's going to lose this battle here too. But to use dead children as a bullet point to get something for people to feel for something yours just drives me crazy. I'm t- I'm just tired of it. <laughs> so sorry. Oh yeah. I mean, back to games, but I, no, I just no, no, I, I not back to games yet because see, this is now we've had lots of discussions, and I know people got tired of hearing uh, a while back me talking about what they were doing you know, coming after the gun owners. And I stated, I'm sure I stated it several times, you know, you got to, you may not agree with the right that I have to own a gun. Okay. And I know we've got, we got, we got listeners in the UK who have voiced their opinions to me and that's cool. You know, I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, Hey, I believe in the freedom of speech for, that's the first amendment. All right. Um, so, but I said, this is the point when people are, running off at their mouth going, oh, not everybody needs this or, you know, whatever, whatever the topic is, okay? You got to look at it from not just the standpoint of maybe what your personal beliefs are, but if, if they do that, 
if they're going to come and take your guns out, which is a constitutional right, okay, essentially they don't have the right to do that, and they're trying to make it. So this will be like one of the hardest things that they should ever be able to do. What's the next target? How much easier is it going to be for them to come after something that you find important, which if you're listening to this show, you probably find video games to be something that you would not want the government to step in and manage or say you can't put out a next Call of Duty or the next Battlefield because it it shows you killing people. You can't do this. You can't. They want everybody to play My Pony and Me, you know, so, you know. Is that what you want the government to do? And I said, if you just, if you keep giving them, you keep, well, this one doesn't apply to me, so I don't care what they do. Oh, well, this one doesn't apply to me, I don't care what they do. Oh, that one doesn't apply, they can do what they want. Whoa, wait a minute. Well, guess what? It's too late. Because you've given them all this power already. You know? And that, that's what's going on. You know, they, they want to control everything. And now, it's going to hit you where you're like, whoa, I wasn't expecting this. So, you got to look at things not just as, oh, guns are bad, no one should have them. You got to look at it, what is the government doing? Okay? And if they can start, if they can take something away from everybody, like guns, where it's in our constitution that says I have the right to have it, then going after games is going to be a whole lot easier for them to do. Yeah. Because that's I mean- not protected by anything. Yeah, and, and what what it is here, well, see, that's the thing is, <laughs> the reason why this is kind of a waste of time is because the Supreme Court has already ruled that games are a form and a form of express, you know, expression, and that they're protected under the First Amendment. Okay. But now they're trying to loophole that and go after something else. But but the thing is, like you know, for people, okay, let, me, let me go real quick on what you just said. Uh-huh. If if games are considered to be protected by the First Amendment. Right. And 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 someone over here, say someone, uh, say Rob. Okay, I'm going right. to use Rob. Rob says, "Doggone it, you better not touch my games." But I want Mark to get. You need to take Mark's guns away from him. No, 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 Rob. It's the same thing. You need to stand up for both because if you're going to pull on the Constitution to defend your right to play a video game because it's art or freedom of speech. Okay, if you don't want that right infringed on, then you cannot say that it's okay to infringe on a different right in the Constitution. Right. And that's my point. You have to you you have to stand on the side of saying get rid of the entire Constitution, get rid of freedom of speech, the freedom or the, the you know all of them. Okay, all of them, and start over, or you protect them all. I mean that that's you know. And I got so upset the other day there was a guy. On the TV, there was this. There's this group called Freedom from Religion, and there's this elementary school. And I'm gonna. I'll make this quick. I'll get us back onto gaming. But <laughs> it's 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 still my point. And I'm passionate about this. But there's this elementary school that's had a picture of Jesus Christ in up in their school for like 60 years. Okay. Now all of a sudden, this group says you need to pull it out because it's a it's a separation of church and state and whatever bull line they want to pull out of their pocket but the guy had the nerve to sit there and say if one person walks into that lobby and is offended by that then that needs to go 
okay, let me flip that around. I'm going to walk into a lobby of a school that doesn't have a picture of Christ up, and I can say, I'm offended. I want one up there. But then they ignore me. Right. Why is it that we can ignore everybody's everybody else that doesn't agree with me? You know, why why is that way society wants to run? We just ignore everybody that doesn't agree with us, and that's what we've got going on right now in this country. Yeah, you know? and and a lot of people that are outside of the U.S. don't don't realize that, but it, you know, around here we do have. It's like if one person doesn't like it, then it has to be. Something has to be done, and everybody's folding to it. But, but for you know, take take this gaming thing. Like, how does this impact people outside of the United States? Because we're talking, you know, this is our government. You know, the United States government trying to do this and that. Well, think of any company that develops or publishes games in the United and and they're a U.S. based company. Um, they will either, you know, say they come in and like they can't make games or they have to do this or they can't sell this or, you know, only this person can do this. What happens to those companies is they either pack up and move or they shut down. Yep. So take Epic. You know, they are in where they, they're based North in Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. No more Gears of War. You know, no more this, no more Epic Games, no more games that use the Epic, in, you know, engine to build game. It's just like they they either had to pack up and move to Canada, or anywhere else, or they just shut down. So, and that's that would you know that's what it would look like because people, the government feels that as a parent or that these games are damaging children, and as a parent that I don't have the right to you know, let my kids play a game or not. So, and, and, and this woman here that, that this, you know, this Senator is, you know, she, she's picked, yeah, she's picked two of the worst things to try to get rid of. She's went after, like I said, guns in the U S and she's went after, you know, uh, games. But the thing is, is like, she's very uneducated when it comes to these things. And, and the other aggravating I, thing, I wouldn't, so we so we can get back would, to games. The other yeah. thing is, it's like we have a financial situation here in the United States, and all our senators and stuff are worried about games and guns. So it's it just gets very frustrating here, you know, as a citizen in the U.S. that we have to deal with this crap all the time. So, but that yeah, and like I said, the the, the reason I wanted to make sure we talked about this was not to get back on the gun thing. It's strictly of, you know, when something comes up. Think about what these politicians are doing. Don't don't just take the blanket statement that your favorite news article or your favorite Hollywood starlet says you should believe. Investigate it, think about it, and think about what the impact is. If they get this, what's the next thing they're going after? Because someday it's going to impact you, and by then it might be too late. So you might have to stand up and defend something you don't necessarily agree with, but you agree with the principle of it. I, I'm fine if you don't agree with guns or, or that, that, that there should be, you know, Maybe you think that there shouldn't be violent video games, okay? But if there shouldn't be violent video games, then there shouldn't be violent books, there shouldn't be violent music, there shouldn't be violent uh, television programs. That's just the next step. When they get rid of one, eventually you're going to get hit with something. It's like a steamroller. It is. It's, you know, the more power you give them, the more they're going to take, and that's not what, you know, this country was founded on. So, you know, again, you you don't have to agree with it, but... You look at... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you look at you look at Walking Dead um, for anybody that watches not, that movie. Not anymore. And, well, it's over. <laughs> yeah, you, you look at Walking Dead, and I'm not going to try to I'm not going to ruin anything here. You look at Walking Dead. Sure, you're not here in the U.S. It is the number one like 
movie or number one show on cable television. You know why? Watch, it's because everybody plays video games. Well, watch, you know, <laughs> millions watch it. So what happens there? There's a ton of violence. There's a ton of killing. There's kids killing people. And what do they run around with strapped to their back? Like AR-15s. And, and that's the thing is, what are they trying to get rid of here in the U.S.? is violent video games. And, you know, this gun that looks exactly like what, you know, these people are wearing or carrying over their shoulder. But yet it being on TV and all that violence and stuff on TV is completely fine. It is that is not ruining anybody, anybody's mind. It's not ruining children. It's the interactive part. You know, it's that, you know, but but it wasn't before video games. It was movies. It was music. It was TV. It was books. You go back and through the history. And I, I know I've said this before. I read an article. I, I, someday I got to find out where this I read this I'm pretty sure it was Wired magazine but they did like a history of banned items in the US and at one yeah. point the waltz was banned it was considered to be of the devil and now yeah. today it's like no I mean I, that blew my mind when I was like what the waltz yeah. it's a ballroom dance it's it it's like this is what like the White House does, you know, like kings and queens. This is their type of, you know, really rich people go out and do this type of dancing. It's 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 elegant, you know. How is this like of the devil, you know? <laughs> like it's just, you know. But it's always something, and and eventually something will replace the whole video game thing. It's just that's the target now, you know. But they've lost with all the others. They'll probably lose with this too. But it, you know, they're going to keep pushing until they get it. And once they got one, it's going to be a lot easier for them to, oh, well, you gave us video games, so let's go back and get the movies, and let's get the TV programs, and let's get the music and the books, and, you know. Yep. So, anyways. You know, it's, I just want to add one last thing. I mean, it's no difference than, or no different than anything that the government does, where you look at taxes. I mean, they add a tax, and, you know, it stays on the books forever. You know, they add stoplights and stop signs. Did you ever see a stoplight or stop sign being removed in your neighborhood? No. They just add them. They never take them away. <laughs> and, I mean, this is no different. They take, you know, they take away one right that just, that's like, hey, we already did it. We'll take away another one. And, I mean, there, there's worse things out there in the world than this stuff. And I mean, it's just messed up. Okay. End of eye rolling, right? Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm dizzy. Yes. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Mark, you got some? I don't know. Not on that. Do I, do I got to go to the next thing? Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> How nice segue. Nice segue, yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't want to jump we're, over it and go to my story or anything. We're going to take oh, a yeah. ride into hell with three games this summer. Um, I guess there's um, not only one game, but we got three games coming out this summer, all from this a new franchise, I guess, called... Right to hell. Um, and off he goes. Uh, do you guys know who Deep Silver is? Yeah. yeah. Dead Island, baby. Yep. Oh, publisher yeah, yeah. for Dead Island. Okay, so, and Saints Row now. Um, but the, uh, the publisher, Deep Silver, has announced three new games that begin with the word Ride to Hell. So the first one's called Ride to Hell Retribution. And this is a biker gang revenge tale in the action genre for PC 360 and PS3. It's going to launch in June 25th in North America and the 28th internationally. The second game is called Ride to Hell Route 666. 
is a digitally distributed game where players will recruit and lead a gang of bikers from Chicago to Los Angeles, fighting for every mile to road using both brain and brawn. It's described as a fast-paced arcade game that will be out in June on PlayStation Network, Xbox Live Arcade, and Steam. And then the last one, you guys can probably guess where this one's going to appear. It's called Ride to Hell Beatdown. It is a rock and roll brawler for mobile devices. <laughs> so, um, But I, there's a video. I saw a video of it. Um, to me, I'm not really sure what to make of it, but and I'm not really sure what, uh, you know, because the main one I was looking at was Retribution, which is going to be a 360 title, um, you know, retail title. I, I, to me, I'm kind of thinking, is this like a dead island only as a biker gang type of thing? It's like a story. You know, this guy just walks in and unloads on everybody in the strip club and just, like, kills everybody. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I kind of think it's like a, you know, maybe like going off the Sons of Anarchy, you know, that that's a pretty popular show. So maybe yeah. this is, you know, maybe we're going to get away from zombies and do bikers. Maybe that'll be the next big thing will be biker games, but. I don't know. I, I didn't. I need to see more of a trailer than what I saw to really see what this game is all about. But with three of them coming out this this summer, I, I would say they're they're betting that it's going to be pretty successful. Would be my guess. So, but we'll see. I'll I'll definitely check it out. Um, I I still don't know who uh, who the developer is. Let me see if I can find that out for you. But um, if I find out, I'll I'll let you know. What for for this game? Yeah, I don't know who who's. Oh, because the publisher's Deep Silver. I thought I don't know I who the dev is. Yeah, I thought they were a developer as well. So I will try to find out. Huh. In fact, I can tell you right now, it is. Oh, they're developing too. They're the yeah. developer and publisher, along with a company called Utechnics. Hmm. Um, retro, okay, so Ride to, Ride to Hell Retribution is set in 1969, and it follows the adventures of a man who returns from Vietnam and has trouble reintegrating into society. The conservative 1950s are over, the hippie revolution is launched, and the horrors of war are still everywhere in his mind. This is um, this game is promoted as not being for the faint-hearted. It's set in the last years of the summer uh, years of the Roaring Sixties. A time of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. The biker movement, rock music, and the hippie counterculture all add to the fascinating atmosphere and aimed heavily at the player who wants to become fully involved in the original West Coast biker culture with hard drinking, bare knuckle environment, and some other kind of fun. <laughs> so, so, it might be interesting. Um, you know, because the other thing I thought it was kind of like a, like a Dead Island meets... Um, Red Dead Redemption, only with bikers. So if you had like a Red Dead Redemption game, only you were a biker, that could be kind of cool, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe? No? Maybe. All right. Fine. I don't know. Sounds... I don't know. I don't know if it'll be successful or not. Late in the, late in the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> For a game like that. All right. Well, we'll see. Comes out this yeah. summer, man. At least they probably won't have much competition, so. True. Except Defiance, baby. Woo. And and Borderlands, I think the next Borderlands 2 DLC comes out in June as well. Hmm. Speaking of, did we, Rob, did we talk about it last week? 
about the level impact? Oh, mm. I don't recall. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead, Bron. I know you want to give your next story. Is it mine? Done. I think it's Rob, right? Now you skipping me too? Well, what up? Yeah, you? yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go for it, Rob. Bo- both, of you, both of you guys are starting to upstage me. What's up? <laughs> All right, so uh, the other day, uh, the Microsoft Creative Director, Microsoft Studios Creative Director, uh, got into, I don't know, a little Twitter rage. <laughs> I guess about the uh, always on console concerns with the new uh, next gen Xbox. So, you know, a hot topic on this whole thing has been the always on aspect. You know, some people, you know, like it, some people don't care, other people are pretty miffed about it. And what he did was on Twitter, he basically said, deal, what was it, deal with it? Deal with it. Yeah. Or, yeah, deal with it. So Microsoft, this is going to be a shocker here. Microsoft. Wait a minute, I think you're cutting out. You should talk about some of the things he was saying, though, before you read the response. About the toaster and the, uh, what else did he say? My my phone. Oh, electricity. Electricity. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You wouldn't buy a vacuum if you didn't have electricity or something like that. Yeah, your, your electricity's always on. That's always that's yeah. an always on connection. <laughs> yeah. So okay, here, here's some of the stuff. Actual quotes here. He goes, uh, "Sorry, I don't get the drama about having an always on console. Every device now is always on. That's the world we live in. Deal with it." Hashtag, I guess. Uh, uh, he also went on to say that he wants every device to always be on. And uh, actually, here's, here's an interesting thing. So his comment was caught by uh, Bioware's Manveer here, here, air, or whatever, uh, who tweeted back, did you learn nothing from Diablo 3 or SimCity? <laughs> you know, some people's internet goes out, right? Deal with it is a bleep reason. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't understand the drama behind it either, because if you think about it, uh, my Xbox is considered always on right now. Because if I start a game and I'm signed into Xbox Live, and all of a sudden I get kicked out of Xbox Live, my game pauses, and uh, I believe some games actually stop working. No, it's it's the difference is, is that you can play your Xbox right now without being on Live. Sure. If it if it drops, your games, with the exception of uh, Defiance, <laughs> which requires an always on because it's an right. MMO, you know that would sure. quit. But every, right. you can you can take your Xbox. Like I could take mine to the hotel when I did that trip. Yeah. I can yeah, plug I it in, play the games. I played all week. I didn't need to be on the internet. The new one, if it is always online required, I wouldn't be able to travel with it unless I knew I could plug it in right. and get it on the internet. And that's the thing. And if your internet cuts out, okay, how how off you know how long are you going to be able to play? You know, what if you you know, what if your internet goes out? It happens. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If you get a bad connection, or you got your whole entire family's on your low bandwidth internet connection, and it's impacting you, and you keep dropping. You know, it's it's it. That's why people are mad. Is like I can't play it or do anything with it unless it's on the internet. 
So I just, it's just it's just funny that most of the people that are complaining are complaining online. <laughs> it's, it's like, are you using your dial-up connection to complain about this? And I mean, I understand people have a right to complain. I'm not saying that they don't have a right to complain, and I'm pretty sure there's good reasons for it and good reasons for not having it and this and that. And I'm in to the point where it's just like, well, kind of doesn't impact me or bother me. So. Not that I don't care, but then this goes back to our discussion earlier. Maybe I should care and stand up for the people that have a problem. Um, but yet, it's like, well, you know, you're complaining through the internet, so obviously you have the internet. And when they say always online, we don't know what they mean by always online. We don't know if it needs just a trickle. So, like, are you connected? Yep. Are you connected? Yep. You know, that could be like less than a K communication but you know or it could you know it's not like it's going to like be transferring terabytes of data back and forth i don't think that's the complaint though the complaint is that it requires me to be online period so if think about it but i don't know if um you got a household of kids Mm -hmm. is their internet connection running to everybody's room yep not everybody has that yeah. You know, well, true. Yeah. So yeah, the wire, new consoles, I mean, it's available wirelessly, but yeah. Well, yeah, the new one will be wireless. I'm sure it'll come with it packed in. I mean, you know, the, the latest ones do. But, you know, if if you don't have that, you know, or you don't have wireless or you don't, you know, have it available to your kids, then your kid's got an Xbox. He can't play that Xbox in his room anymore unless he's online. Some parents may not want their kids online unless they're able to monitor what they're doing. You know, there's there's a lot more, you know, outside of, and so I can see the whole point of, you know, requiring it does seem kind of crazy. Yeah. But well, and, and but, but the I, there's is... there's advantages to it too, and I had one today. Um, when I went to start up that live player, it kicked me off Xbox Live so it could update, which I don't understand. Why why do I get kicked off Live to update a single application? Why would I have to be signed out? Aren't I connecting to Live to get that application? And why would I get booted from a party? It, it doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah, so it would be nice it. if it was always on, then when I'm sleeping or not using it, it says, oh, there's a new, there's an update to this. I'm just going to download it so that when he launches it, I never have to do a game update type of thing. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I, I never have the game updates, you know? You shouldn't because it should already be updated automatically. But I can see where I wouldn't want it to require me to be on the Internet to even play a game that I'm not you know, if I'm just sitting here playing a single player, uh, like uh, I don't know, like what, what, like Skyrim does. I don't even think that has any online, right? That's like an RPG. It's a single player, right? You know, something like well, that that doesn't require online. Why do I have to be online to play it? Not they're online. Probably game? Building, they're probably building something into Xbox Live that can be pushed into every game. But but and then it just boils down to if they want to make their console always online then they're going to make it always online. And the people that can be online all the time that want to buy their console will buy it. And the people that can't, they just won't buy it. I mean, Microsoft will only hurt themselves hurt themselves in sales and in money by doing this. But if it's something they want to do, then they're going to do it. Well, here's the other thing. Sony, um, and I remember back from that conference theirs is always online too but it's not required okay right. 
And Sony has said, because they talked about updating in the background and when you're off and all this other stuff. Um, but all the thing with them is they, now they came out, um, what is it? President Yoshido, I can't, Yoshida, I don't know how to even say his name. So he told Eurogamer that you can go totally offline. You can customize your connection. Um, the internet settings are fully customizable. Whether someone is concerned about data limits or data limits, or simply wants to be left alone, oh yes, yes, you can go offline totally. Social is big for us, but we understand there are some people who are anti-social. So if you don't want to connect to anyone else, you can do that. So the fact that Microsoft is saying, and they haven't—that's the thing. No, they yeah. have not officially said this is online required. It may be an online all the time, but you also may have the option of turning it off, and that's why it's kind of stupid for everybody to get all in a pickle about it because, A, the competition is defaulting to online all the time too. And it's not – they're probably not going to come up with a big banner saying, well, if you want to turn this off, they're probably going to just – you know, you'd have to find out on your own and find out through all their myriad of menu options – to, to find out where to turn it off. True. You know, so, yeah, they make a good point. I Hopefully you can turn it off if you want and, and you know, not a restricted to it, but we don't know yet. Yep. Sorry. I'm feeling passionate about everything tonight. I know. Yeah. I, I well, just, yeah. Go ahead, Bron. Um, I won't say another word, I promise. I'm no, no, it's just, it's just my, it's just my, oops, I messed up some. It's just Microsoft in general. I become kind of very jaded to them with their recent stuff they've been doing anyway. So it's just kind of like, you know, but it, you know, this doesn't bother me. It's just, I don't know. We'll see. Like you, you don't know until they come out whenever they decide to release, you know, August, whenever they decide to have their, thing because they're obviously in no hurry <laughs> stab at him don't call that i said i wouldn't say anything <laughs> yeah well you know it's just here's a question is microsoft the worst company in america absolutely not well then who is uh, there there's a lot hey wait yeah. before we go on to this <laughs> we got to finish up the last one. We never finished it. We didn't finish up what? The last story. Oh, <laughs> we're cutting Dudes. you out again, aren't we, Rob? I oh. know, right? Rob, why are you even here? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. I, I should be working on my upgrade that I'm working on while you guys are yapping. All right. Well, then we'll get anyway, back to so, the uh, anyways, worst company right. America in a second. Okay. In a moment. But first, that's so, Rob. Microsoft, the which might possibly be the worst company in America. We never know. But uh, they actually apologized for his remarks, believe it or not. And the comment was, we apologize for the inappropriate comments made by an employee on Twitter yesterday. This person is not a spokesperson for Microsoft, and his personal views do not reflect the company. We're very sorry if this offended anyone. However, we have not made any announcements about the product roadmap and have no future comments at this time. I, I, I do hope that. now. I do hope now that they come out and say our console is always online required, and then we can go back to Major Nelson and be like, 
shouldn't you apologize for apologizing for something somebody said because blah 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 because it was their opinion but yet they were right yeah <laughs> can you apologize for your apology <laughs> yeah oh boy just point them to your blog at majornelson.com <laughs> yeah <laughs> they can read about this and the new appliances you just purchased yes and what food you like um anyway uh so what were you saying Brun? oh EA is the worst company in America. Or they could be for the second year in a row. Can you believe that? Yes. yes. And and it's all true because the internet says so. So they're going to have uh, another one of those pools. Um, the uh, Consumerists World, uh, Worst Company in America online pool. Uh, could come up to say EA is the worst company for the second year in a row. And everybody knows that they're answering those very truthfully and not just picking EA because that's the only company they recognize. So, But um, Peter Moore, everybody remember Peter Moore? Used to work Wasn't at Microsoft. Wasn't he a James Bond? No. <laughs> yes. Um, so he is uh, EA's COO and uh, used to work at Microsoft. But uh, he says he, he kind of made a quote uh, or a statement, I should say, uh, on this. It says, let me cut to the chase. It appears EA is going to win. Uh, wait, hold on. Is this him stating this? Uh, no, this is actually the guy. Uh, he says, are we really the worst company in America? I'll be first to admit we've made plenty of mistakes. That's what uh, EA has written in an official post on the EA site. Um says uh, he he continued to say uh, these include server shutdowns too early, many games didn't meet expectations, uh, missteps on new pricing models, and most recently severely fumbling the launch of SimCity. We owe gamers better performance than this. Um, he, he just, I mean, he goes on, you know, talks about SimCity's always on function as a DRM, DRM scheme, and he, and he goes on to say, like, I, I, I don't think that's in here, but he says he doesn't. He said they don't know how any other way to put it to say that the always-on functionality is not for DRM in SimCity. They don't know how any other way to put it than to say it is not for DRM. <laughs> you know, they keep saying it. it's like it's like they say that it's not, and people keep saying, but it is, and they're like, no, it's not. Um, but <laughs> you know. He concludes with a uh, you know, uh, response to the pools that they can do better, that they will do better, and he is damn proud of this uh, of this company, the people around the globe who work at EA, the games they create, and the people that play them. So, but uh, if it wins, you know, it, it receives the Consumerist Golden Poo Award for the nice. second year in a row. Nice award. So, yeah, and I forget who was up for it in the other. You know, and the it, other uh, polls and stuff, but so no, you know, it's usually like those big companies like Comcast and and those. Usually, they get a lot of votes. So I wonder if it's, like Activision hires a bunch of interns to sit down and vote <laughs> for EA as the worst company. <laughs> yeah, it, it it cracks me up, and it's like I think Activision was even there in there last year. You know, Time Warner. You know what? Time Warner was in there, and I know last year yeah. that's who I voted for. 
you know, because I sit there and I think about like, what's a company that like takes a lot of my money, and I get like zero for it. That's like Directv. You know, you know, people may complain about one game here or there because it didn't meet expectations. Like I like SimCity. Yeah, I had troubles at the beginning. You know, there's troubles with defiance as well. You know, do you still like the game? Give it a chance. I mean, for crying out loud. You know, this and that. Like Battlefield, the one thing I will say about EA is I am tired of them fumbling and always giving the uh, dumb excuse of, well, we didn't ex- me expect, you know, expect this many people to be blah, 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 blah. You know, that, uh, you can't use that as, as an excuse anymore. But, you know, like Time Warner, you know, they take, they, they were taking over $200 a month of mine. And I watched like seven channels. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, it's like that's how much money they're taking monthly, and they weren't taking nothing it. out of it. You well, yes, I, I was I was paying them to use their service, but that's why choice? I got rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's and my, you know what my choice did? What I did is I got rid of them. Right. So and and you know that's what people have to do. But like, you know, I choose not to buy a game from EA if I don't like it. You know, but to say EA is the worst company in America, that's kind of I think that's kind of stretching it. I may not like everything they do, but, you know. I think they're pretty, they're definitely, I mean, I honestly can't think of anyone worse. I, I honestly, well, I mean, I think, I do actually think Microsoft sits up there with them. Um, I would have to agree. I'm not that big of a fan on a lot of stuff that they've done. Um, I think they've made a lot of missteps. So I'm not, I used to be a huge fan of Microsoft. Uh, just not so, not so much anymore. Um in, in a lot of different ways. But I think EA out of the gaming companies is probably the worst. You know, they're definitely they're, the worst not. game company because they can't, they can't launch a title with, you know, they require online. You know, they want online pass and all the things you used to get. Now you have to, you know, if you buy the game brand new, it's the only way to get all the features. So they've locked out and, you know, especially in a time where people don't have a lot of extra income, that's when they're going to get nickel and dime you to death. You know, yeah. microtransactions into every single thing. They're going to kill your game servers off every year. It's just, you know, then that at this thing, the more that it goes online, you're gonna you're gonna essentially be renting these things. And once they go but, online, they probably won't even sell them to you. They're going to just rent them to you. You want to play it now? Everything's an MMO, and everything costs a monthly fee. Yeah, I just I just sit back and I think like, okay. Is there other company like I can pretty much probably guarantee there is not one company out there that I there isn't one out there where I just love everything they do. No, there's not. Not you know, in, like, not in our not in IT world. Yeah, yeah, not video yeah, game world. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking anything like a lot of people love Apple. Like uh, Apple can do no wrong. <laughs> Bull crap, you know. And I have a lot of Apple products, and I have a lot of Microsoft products. I develop using Mac, Microsoft platforms, but you know. It's just I can't think of the EA, you know. Do they have online pass? Yes. Do other companies? Yes. You know, have they botched? Uh, have they botched launches? Yes. Every launch has has Blizzard bought? You know, screwed up launches. They 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 screwed up. Wow, when it first launched, people don't remember that because it was well, ten years ago. But that's <laughs> that's a different. See, to me, that's a whole different thing. It's just like. With defiance, you know, some people, there's people out there just complaining. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, it's an MMO on the console for once. Right. Give them a break, you know. It's not like this is done every day. 
But yeah. when when Battlefield Three comes out or Call of Duty, uh, well, even Call of Duty. See, in here, Call of Duty Four came out. Xbox Live went down. Yeah. Okay. If you remember that. Yeah. So all the companies obviously learned their lesson, and that has not been repeated since. But EA, every time they put a Battlefield game out, they fail to have a launch for enough servers. They cannot, you, people can't play the game the way they want to play the game, the way the developer knows the customer is going to play the game. They continue to repeat the same thing, and I know it's because they don't want to put money out and invest in servers, right. which makes well, no sense. Like, they're, so yeah. they're, they're crapping on the consumer, and that's why I think they get this worse company yeah. award. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like they use the same excuse all the time. But I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, there's other companies that have done this as well. Not to you the not to the same where it's a joke now. I mean, you know, nobody's dying it every time. That's what I'm saying. Call of Duty had that one time. Never has it been repeated, and they've continued to sell more and more copies with every release, and they've never had a server problem like that. I thought, I thought Black Ops 2 had issues. For what, a day? <laughs> oh, but I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, they had issues. I think I think uh, they had battle, Battlefield was three days. I I think Battlefield but, three was three days. But it's every Battlefield release has done that, yeah. Ron. That's that's right. Point. Right. Even if yeah, Black yeah, Ops I mean, two had a, uh, I think yeah, they did have something for a half a day or a day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. We we got it resolved. I mean, th- that, I'm, I'm that I saying. can see is that's technology. That's that's the world we live in. But when yeah. a company cannot put out any title, and it's not just related to Battlefield. Look at any EA title they put out. There is problems right out the gate. We'll go to SimCity. Right. They couldn't. They can't do SimCity. That is huge. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody no, was excited the, about that game. The game. And, and the thing is, it's funny because they mentioned botching the SimCity launch, but when you go and you look at Maxis, they 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 were claiming that it was all their fault and it wasn't EA. And I, I wrote them back and said, that's complete bullcrap. Like, you don't have to sit there and stick up for EA because we all know it's not you. But yet they – like, people returning the game – like, I even have a friend that returned returned his copy. He's like, I, I paid $60. I want a game that works. And I turn around. I'm just like – they're like, what did you do last night? I said, I'm playing SimCity. I said, works for me. And, you know, it's like you got to give it longer and a day and no, a half. I mean, it should work. It should long. work. It's like a year. It should yeah. work out the gate. I mean, it should. If, and that's, I think, what all of us want. All of us gamers, we go and spend the 60 bucks. You know, you come home, you pop the game in. That's one thing I love about Xbox game console gaming over PC gaming is I can put the game in. There might be a patch, okay, that'll take five seconds to download and installs all on its own, and I'm immediately in my game and I'm playing. Okay, so my delay might be about 10 seconds. On a PC, oh, well, you got to have the latest patch. Oh, well, that's going to be 500 meg to a gig download. Oh, then once you download it, you got to install it. You know, you could be an hour where you got to install your game. It could take you an hour just to get to the point of where you want to play. Okay? Right. So that's one beautiful thing that I love. Now, when I go and I buy SimCity, and I pop it in, and I go through all that to get to that point, then I go to, say, play my single-player game, and it says, you can't because the servers are yeah. down. On, I don't care if it's launch day. You should, you want to play a single player game, you should be able to. And, and that's, that's the thing. They continue to do the same thing over and over. They continue just to make it worse. 
by requiring online. You know, there and, and because I saw right up that that uh, Max has stated they didn't have to have online. This was not required for SimCity. All right. This was an EA thing, and it does have to do with DRM. Well, they say it's it doesn't. Oh, and it just has they're lying out their do, teeth. Has, you know, they <laughs> say up and down. That's what I was saying earlier. It's like they came out and it just said, I don't know how many times we have to say it. It has nothing to do with DRM. And I'm just like, okay. Uh, but to me, I'm just like <laughs> – uh, Mike, first question when I read that, I was like, who's he talking to? Like, who is still fighting, you know, fighting this fight of, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I do know that I complain about the things I complain about, but then it's just like, you know, I, I can complain about Battlefield not working. Like, Battlefield 4, ha, it is not going to work on day one. You know, and you're right. It's a joke. It that is right joke. there. It that's is. why EA is the worst company. You already know Battlefield 4 is going to be a failure on day one. Will they get it fixed? Yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely. Yep. And then will, will I probably be spending the best, you know, 60 bucks of my life at that point in time? Probably. Because, I mean, Battlefield 3 to me was by far the best game released on this console cycle. You're trying Oh. <laughs> he was talking about battlefields. So I was going to let him go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I was wondering why you Sorry. weren't saying anything. Because <laughs> he's talking about battlefield. Who cares? Oh, <laughs> if he's yeah, robotrotting, we things. don't have to hear it. <laughs> no, no. I was talking to my friend. I said uh, or a couple of days ago at work. I was just like, you know, with battlefield and and the release of Endgame, I was just like, the amount of support, you know, and extra content. And I know I've paid for it because I bought the season pass. I know it's extra money. I'm not. I'm not. But it's. I mean, two years. I mean, it's almost two years that game's been out, and I still have new content for it, and I'm still playing it. And yes, I'm a fan of it and everything like that. But it's just like, tell me another game that is support has been supported like that. You know, two almost going on its second year and like just released. I mean, it's this last console. You know, it's last you know DLC release. I was like, it was so so worth my money, and you know, Battlefield Four. I'm hoping it's you know the same, you know, worth my money or whatever. But yeah, like it's like you said, it's it's a joke, it's this running joke, and it's you know, is EA the worst company because I know Battlefield Four is not going to work on day one. Eh, I still don't think that's it, but you know, I just know there's other companies, in my opinion, that are far worse than than that. You know, there's but, companies I mean, that name a company yeah, that continually repeats the same failure time and time again. I don't know. I can think of plenty of banks. <laughs> well, I'm talking in gaming. Oh, in gaming. I'm, oh, see, that's I'm think... trying to say in gaming. I, oh, not, no. Yeah, there's a lot of companies we could no, – <laughs> and you'll is... never get an agreement on uh, – You know, I'll sit here and tell you that AT&T, uh, yeah. Dish, Net, uh, Dish Network – um, are two of the worst. Right. Um, I think Sprint, even though I'm not a Sprint customer, I think they're one of the best companies I've ever had. Yeah, this this um, pool is not the worst <laughs> gaming company in America. This is the worst company in America. Right, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying out of, and I, I thought I said that earlier, though, my thing was for EA is definitely the worst gaming company. Oh, I'm just yeah, trying to keep oh, it all okay. into the, 
you know, since we are a video game podcast. Oh, I'm just answering based on this thing that they're talking about. I mean, EA's getting the worst. I'm just saying I can think of a thousand other companies that are the worst company other than EA. And I'm talking just all companies. You know, if it's just in gaming, well, then, yeah, why wouldn't they be? Our power company, <laughs> our water companies, our cable yeah. companies. Uh, yeah, exactly. Any, any government agency. <laughs> yeah, there's millions, but. All right. The IRS. <laughs> I'm finished with the worst company. We're spending too much time on the worst com- gaming yeah, company. Yeah, we are. For so, sure. Yep. But anyways, um, America's Army. I don't know if you guys ever played America's Army. Yep. There's been a couple games. Well, guess what? It looks like they're making it. There's another game coming out. So the next version of America's Army is going to arrive this year. The U.S. Army is announced on its official Facebook page. The developer is taking beta tester applicants for the next Army game, which with which its official forums users were given a head start on two weeks ago. Mm. Um, the game, I guess, is going to be called Proving Grounds. And um, if you're interested, I don't know if you've played this, or you know, you might want to head out to the America's Army uh, website and uh, check it out. See if you can be a beta tester for them if you're interested. So uh, these games are pretty decent. I, I like them. I thought they were pretty good, especially like originally they were free. Yeah. Well, I think they still are, right? Well, not on consoles. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I never played them on console, though. So. I, I thought, I think, yeah, I've played these on consoles. Those were costs. But, yeah, the PC version, I think, has always been free. I don't know if it still is. I, yeah, it is. I think you can download through, to, uh, it's downloaded through Steam. Actually. No, I mean, I don't know if the new one. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. So, but if you're interested, go check out their page. Might be able to be a beta tester. So, that's it for that. All right. Next. So, Fast and the Furious uh, Showdown. got to do this in your Vin Diesel voice, though. Fast and the Furious Showdown. I was going to say, is that why this story is in the retail? (laughs) So, yet there is another Fast and the Furious. Have you guys seen, like, any of the like, recent ones? I've seen all the movies. Yeah, You've seen all of them, really? They're mm-hmm. good. Oh, yeah. okay. Sure. I, I like them all. Well, well, you know, most of my movie watching nowadays is, like, Cars 2 and Toy Story. Maybe I, maybe I need to expand my horizons a little bit. <laughs> anyway, uh, so there's a game tie-in, of course, and it's going to be hitting retail on May 21st. So the majority of the platforms are going to be out at $40, $39.99, and the 3DS will be 10 bucks less at $29.99. Uh, look for it uh, uh, coming up soon here. So what is that? Like uh, seven weeks away from, from now, approximately? Yeah, that's about right. So uh, in the game, you'll be switching between roles as driver, gunman, tactician, and daredevil. You're going to be doing uh, goals across 31 different uh, missions, and uh, there will be co-op support for two players. So look for it coming soon. Cool, man. All right. All right, that's it. That's it. All right. Brian, you got anything else you wanted to talk about while you're here before we jump into our one community topic? Uh, I don't think so. 
All right, then let's jump in with our community stuff. Um, Brian gave the full list of how to reach us before, so we'll just go right into our first question. Uh, our only one for the week. I didn't ask for questions, but someone posted something out there for us tonight. And John says, I have been wondering how you guys met and what influenced you to start recording a podcast. So we must have a newer listener there, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you want to... Rob, you've been, yeah. you've been quiet. How about you give the rundown on the history of of us? <laughs> okay. All right. So from the beginning, first came the dinosaurs, <laughs> and then came the Arabs, and they bought Mercedes-Benzes. <laughs> it's funny because I wanted to start out saying, well, I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so we have dinosaurs. All right. Yes. All right. What movie was that from? That was airplane. Okay. <laughs> the guy was like, "How did this all start? Tell me from the beginning." Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, this is Johnny, right? Well, first yeah. the dinosaurs came. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna go take some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, all right. That's Sunday night humor, I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, Got to make so, up for the fact that there's no more Walking Dead. Woohoo! <laughs> well, now it's Game of Thrones. Yes. Although I haven't watched any of the new season <laughs> myself. But anyway, uh, yeah, some of the TXL history, I guess, is uh, there was a uh, a prior podcast. This uh, <laughs> it did not start with this. It's just called Xbox Podcast, right? Right, guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so it was uh, Wing, Brun, and uh, Kyle from Achievement Hounds. And uh, that thing kind of disintegrated a little bit after some issues with the media company. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, Xbox Podcasts uh, kind of went away. And then shortly thereafter, I was talking with Mark about, like, hey, why don't we just do a podcast? Now, Mark and I have known each other since high school. Uh, we lived uh, not too far from each other, and wow, that's many, many years ago, almost oh, 25 years, right? We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. You're old, not me. Yes, I'm not old. <laughs> right. You're a whole year younger than me. Yeah, that's right. You young whippersnapper. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm a young pup. Anyway, so, uh, you know, Mark and I were talking, and uh, you know, I said, hey, you know, let's do it. And actually, Mark had talked to me about coming on the original uh, show, but that kind of never happened. It was like right. right towards the end over there. Yeah, because yeah, so, I, I was the first one to leave. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think last, it was... I was the last one in and the first one to leave because Kyle and Mark were doing it. I think I started like episode five, four or five. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to get how, how I'm... So Kyle and I started it up. We um, What happened there, how we met, because Kyle lives in Texas. I lived in Illinois. Bron's in Ohio. And so I was listening to Battlefield podcasts. It was something I had found, I had come across and was listening to for a long time. And I had um, reached out to Ola from that crew and had, you know, kind of just asked him one day, hey man, is, you know, you guys ever need any help or, you know, I'd love to somehow help out or, you know, somehow be a part of the, the little crew there. And he reached out to me and he says, well, we're actually looking to spin up more shows. Um, they were going to do an Xbox one at the time. I didn't have an Xbox and I said, well, I'm not really interested in that because I don't have an Xbox. 
So um, I was going to do um, like a, a Rainbow Six podcast focused on just the Rainbow Six series, which turned out that that would have been a pretty dull podcast. When, yeah. <laughs> so, but they were they had all these plans to do all kinds of different shows for different games, and uh, so I, I said, okay, I guess I could do that. Well, then right after that, I ended up buying my first Xbox, and I was hooked. I mean, right from the start. So I contacted, dude, I want to do the Xbox podcast. This thing's amazing. I love it. Uh, you know, so uh, through all the other crap that was going on with them, finally I got, they hooked me up with Kyle, who's now, like uh, Brian said, over on Achievement Hounds, or Rob said, uh, Kyle's over on Achievement Hounds now. But um, so him and I were doing this. We started the show, uh, spun it up, and on our fifth episode, we from day one, we were calling out saying we wanted a third host. Uh, Braun answered that call. And, um, you know, through a lot of begging on his part, we allowed him to, to join our show. Uh-huh. I think, <laughs> I think it was more of a... A lot of gifts showers. It was when we were doing our meeting, Kyle and I were sitting waiting on you. When you first popped in, I said, it is about time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I started off my interview. <laughs> and I just said, "You're in." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I liked that he was so comfortable. But so we did the—I don't know—we did another 90 shows. I think we went up to 94, 96. Had yeah. some run left, and then right after that, we just the stuff going on with the media company just was ridiculous. So uh, Kyle and I bailed. Um, yeah, because I spun up—I spun up this Xbox Life just as a blog. Yep. Yeah, and, and then just did I just did shorts on XBLA games. I think that's what I was focusing on. And then I would still give you guys little two minute blurbs about the XBLA games, and you guys would fit them into your show. Right. Yeah. So, but then we left, and so yeah, Rob and I wanted to do something, and I said, well, let's get with Braun and let's do do this Xbox Life. He already has yep. his blog and site up, so. So that's what we did, and then we brought Kyle. Kyle quit it too, so he came over and. The four of us were doing it for quite a long time, and then, mm-hmm. then some listeners to the community, um, uh, Franco and Eric, also known as Ravioli the Capone and Elite Edog 420, they were talking to Kyle, who's known as Moronic Cow, about doing an achievement-based podcast because all those guys were really into achievements and they wanted to do something right. focused on, you know, that type of stuff. How to get, you know, the easy games, how to get points, how to tips and tricks and stuff. So he went to do that. He was doing both shows, and that just became such a demand that you know he ended up just going on staying over there. So, but um, I think so. That's kind of how we all met. So, I mean, I I'm the only one that's met everybody in person because, like Rob said, him and I were in high school together, so we've been friends from high school. Yeah. Braun came out and, and uh, met Rob and I, uh, so all our families have yeah, met. That was like what three years ago? Two years ago? Yeah, a lot two years ago. I think it was right before I left. To come to Arizona. Yeah, it was before Jameson was born, and yeah, he yeah, just yeah. turned two today. Yeah, so we've <laughs> so. been down here like two and a half years now. So yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was about three. Man, it was three years ago, wasn't yeah, it? It's been three. It's yeah. been three. It'd be, it'd be four summers this coming yeah. summer before you. Really? Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. and then I've met Kyle myself, and I've also met Eric from Achievement House. Now I have not met Franco yet, but. Uh, I think there's gonna. I think I'm gonna meet him. Him and I are bound and determined to meet. But uh, yeah. you know, I've met it's everybody fate. from this group. So, yeah. so everybody. And then, I mean, and then since then, as you know, we actually shut down the show for like what two weeks. 
yeah. you know, we, we signed off for the final time and then you guys picked back up yeah. and, and, and started and, and put it back into, into play. And I have, I just haven't been able to come back. I mean, my demand yeah. is, my demand at hard. home and stuff is just, is too high, but maybe, maybe in the future I might be able to come back. But. You're, you're like that singer that wants to do a solo career. You're like, no, I, I don't. I can't devote. <laughs> no. If I was going to do any podcasting, it would be right yeah. here. If I, there is no way I'd start up another, another show. I mean, even as much, even if I didn't own the next Xbox and I wanted it's, to do podcasting. It's battlefield like, life. Come on. No. Nope, or this nope. call of duty life. <laughs> like I said, I barely have time to play games right now. So, <laughs> you know, this here is just every once in a while, I just hit you up. I'm like, Hey, can I come on the show? And you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure the next one that I want to come on will probably be around E3 or the next Xbox when it, they do that announcement. I'd like to be on that show, but, um, I just can't do it full time anymore. It's just so hard. So, but so yeah. So I mean, that's how we all met, and then what influenced us. I know Kyle. I think he's the same with me. He was also listening to Battlefield podcast. Same and, here. Um, so that's kind of what got. I know Kyle and I involved, and uh, that's what influenced us to want to do it. And um, I guess Braun is that the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So be, yep. Battlefield podcast. So, which Battlefield podcast? Those guys still are going today. Yeah. Um, but they're with. They're not with these. They were, because even they split. They split off from the media company, if you will, mm-hmm. that was hosting everything. I don't. That other that media company no longer exists, to my knowledge. Yeah. Every I can't show find they had stuff. is disbanded. Yeah. Um, after after T, after Xbox podcast left. Every other show quickly shut down after that. I, I think they saw the light because I know there was a lot of criticism aimed at me from people I didn't even know yeah. that from other shows. And I think they uh, – shortly afterwards, I think they had to eat their own words because uh, they finally saw the light of what was going on. But yeah. Ola was the first one to leave, and that's what kind of split because he was like the co-founder, I believe. Yeah, and he owned the Battlefield podcast name, so he, he yeah. took that, and they went to Tux Media – so he started his own, but now I think they've merged with Battlefield O. Is it Battlefield O that they went to? I oh I they I, merged they with merged? somebody else, and I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Yeah, I know who they are. Like I've been actually kind of following up with Battlefield Podcast the last couple of weeks. I've mentioned talked to Ola a couple of times. Well, I haven't talked to him, but tweeted with him and and played with him on uh, on the Xbox, but. I know, I know they've been on their shows a couple times, but I don't know if they've actually joined with them. I thought that they had, but but it's Battlefield podcast. If anybody interested in their stuff, so maybe they didn't. <laughs> yeah, but Battlefield is a, another popular group. Sorry, Ola. I, I know those guys over there too. Um, like uh, uh, Ola, Chalk One, uh, Darkness Four Two Nine. All of those guys came from, we all came from the same group, and we've all split off and we're doing our own stuff now. So um, they do some pretty cool, I know the Battlefield guys do some pretty cool stuff where you can actually watch them play games. They actually yeah. do video podcasts of recording their in-game play, and they talk, and they, they play with the community, and they do some good stuff. But yeah, it's there's several of us out there. It's like, I kind of wish we could all come back under like a big umbrella and just freaking 
take the world on storm, you know, with all these other big companies podcast shutting down, let's, you know, we should let us have been doing it for free for so long. We need to take over and dominate. <laughs> so, but yeah. I think, I think that answered his question. Yep. More than enough. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Rob? <laughs> oh, nothing. Well, it's 1220. So, it's uh, 9.20. Get over here. Yeah. No, it's 11.20. What are you guys talking about? All right. So, fine. That answered that question. We'll move into our retail releases of the week. And, Rob, you'll be happy to know I used your link since there's no retail releases, you know. <clears throat> but uh, there is a Halo 4 Castle map pack coming out. This is the mm-hmm. third and final map pack for Halo 4, which adds three new maps, a six versus six playlist called Castle DLC. The new maps within the Castle expansion are Daybreak Outcast and Perdition. And then also on Xbox Live, Arcade Motocross Madness comes out this week. Which is funny because that used to be Microsoft's Motocross Madness is from Microsoft. That used to be an old PC game. Yeah, yeah. yeah years ago. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they had uh, Monster Truck Madness and Motocross Madness. Yeah, they used to get a con- awesome. had a the first con- first controller with six axis in it. Wow! Did you guys do you guys remember that? Uh, that's how I that's what I had. <laughs> I remember that. So. Cool. That's it. That's it. I no one else got anything. Nope. nope. All right. Well, then rate us on iTunes if you're listening to us. Give us five stars because Brun deserves it and um, because he's such a wonderful host. And, um, you know, let him know you want him back. <laughs> or that you want him not to come back. Either way. Not to come a, back because I let, step let, over Rob. <laughs> let Rob and I know whether you want him back or not. <laughs> so, But anyways, thanks, guys. We will see you next week. I am Mark, AK Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week. And I'm Bron, BJ's Week 33. Good night. <laughs>